listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. Hey everyone, Joe here. Wanted to check in and thank you for your continued support and attention. Uh, So I want to let you know that all our socials are set up, so be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Our email is also set up, so if you have any questions, comments, or just want to say hi, you know, shoot us an email, uh, thenastytable at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to drop us a rating and review on whatever you're listening on. It really does go a long way. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy episode 22 of The Nasty Table, LFVCU Base Tendencies. Did you get a suit? You gave it to me. How many fucking dress shops did we go to? What did I say to him? You seem scattered. You asked him what justice was. You know women, right? Women. <laughs> bitches be shopping. Yeah, bitches be shopping. Happened again. <laughs> Where were you? you? You go to Michigan. Did you wake up there? And I drove him home. To me, does he seem in his right mind right now? No. You hear far in the distance sirens. What did you do? What did you do? Lieutenant Longo's car. They found another body. Let's go. Oh, good. Also, um, <laughs> two taps to sesh. I will need whatever bullshit. I think we're gonna officially actually do it. Yeah. I still have to talk to. Announce, announce it to the table. Yeah. So I. Um, well, Joe was. Had the campaign that Joe was doing before we started this was a Delta Green thing, and it was over Discord with a few of our other friends who obviously are not here. Um, and that session or that campaign technically like got short, got cut short. They say because of this. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that part. I wasn't in that campaign. I don't know. Um, but it got cut short. Is all I know. And I. I'm going to step up and DM a campaign for them. A short campaign, like a five session, ten max session uh, campaign for like them and Joe. Joe's going to play as well. I actually finally get to play Delta Green. That's all. Let's go. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. And I think the kids cut out for it. DMing isn't hard, especially for Delta Green. Dungeons and Dragons has a lot of rules. Delta Green is more story-driven. There's not combat. You don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. So Delta Green, if if anyone is going to DM for the first time, Delta Green's the way to go. It's kind of my thing. I think, personally. Nice, dude. Is it going to be over Discord? Cool. Yeah, it's going to be like Tyler, who's in PA. Yeah. uh, Justin, who's like 45 minutes away or whatever. And then it'll be Dom Dom DePiro, Joe... And Zach Hamill. If uh, there's one person that I would want at this table to like add on to this, it would probably be Zach Hamill. 
or DJ. I like playing with DJ too. But Zach Hamill, I, I recently played with him when I ran that campaign on Discord for the first time, and he is he's really into it and he's really good with it. And it surprised me a lot because he doesn't seem like, at least immediately so, the kind of guy that would take something like that seriously. But shout out Zach and shout out DJ because, again, I would like DJ here. But Yeah, and like Delta Green, or D&D is a whole another thing. I definitely don't know if I'm ready to DM something like that. But Delta Green, I feel like I've done a good amount of times at this point that I, I kind of understand it. And I, I mean, I think taking that like next step into like, trying to actually run it if anything not only will it just be fun for me but also it'll give me i feel like a deeper understanding of delta green it will only make me a better player yes and that's what i said i said the best players dm because once you once you're behind the dm screen for a little bit you understand just so much more how a how a player how a player should operate i guess it's like watching it and like being able to dictate the flow of the game and then once you understand how the flow of the game is supposed to work as a player it's a lot easier to help your dm manage that flow of the game i guess i don't know yes i'm excited it's gonna be over discord like i said but uh should be fun (laughs) it's it's like stupid uh everybody keeps talking about how like this last year sucked for all like philadelphia sports fans like the fucking Phillies lost in the World Series mm. and the Eagles lost in the Super Bowl mm. and fucking Union lost in the in the chip and the same day that the Phillies lost. It's hard. So, but so, but my thing is my thing is yeah. is, is if, if your sports city is making three different chips and having a playoff run, that's a good fucking year. So yeah. what I was it's just, just literally just it's, it hurts, but with my whole family talking about it, we we talk sports so fucking much. I was like it's such a fun time it's so weird it's back and forth it's like it's a fun it's a really fun time to be a philly fan but fucking christ it is a devastating painful painful time at the i same think there's time. a big difference though between what the sixers did and what i mean not even making a championship but the fact that phillies are a fairly young team eagles yes. are really young yeah. sixers Definitely. are just the there's sixers nowhere are, to go are, but down yeah, yeah. they're right. not doing <laughs> shit with this roster right yeah but i guess what i'm saying is like just in even the past three, four years, like, I, well, I guess I guess I shouldn't say that because the Eagles really like were looking like they were about to go downhill and then kind of went up. Yeah, one bad year. Um, it's because Jalen Hurts is him. Yeah, but it's like what I'm saying is like Jalen Hurts, like Bryce Harper, Joel Embiid. Like we have these superstar players. Like any game, any regular season game is fun to watch because we have the players. And then we have teams that go to the f- three. I don't. I don't watch soccer, but soccer, we went. Phillies, we went. Eagles, we went. Why couldn't we have won one of them, bro? One of them, just one of them. Just one of them. Phillies are back in a wild card spot. We'll be fine. Maybe. I'm hopeful. Still, they're only going to win if everyone has very low expectations. That's the only way. For they'll real. Win. That For is real. true. For real. I don't know. Because literally, literally, well, I can't talk about dupe, but at least for the Eagles season and the Philly season, like that didn't start with super high expectations. No, no. And to have them both make the the championship like that was, you know, it was, it was, it was nice with the expectations that you went in with. People are going to be listening to this and be like, I don't fucking care about sports. Why are you talking about this? I'm keeping it. You can cut a good No, I'm keeping it all in. This is now a sports podcast. (laughs) 
you think Jalen Carter's got the starting role in that D-line? So, gentlemen, if I could please have a recap of the last session. In these fugues, has Caleb done anything that is a danger to himself or others? Yes. What has he done? Aside from the driving. <laughs> yeah, aside from driving a million miles per hour. Yeah. I mean, he's also, you know, in a fugue state driving, which would put him and Charles in danger. He's going to the fucking trailer park in his pajamas barefoot in January. It's himself in danger. He's knocking on doors. It's additional danger. What if he knocks on the wrong door? Um, Does he seem like he's in control during these fugues based on the information that he has given to your character? Or does it seem like he's completely unhinged? Roy sees it as completely unhinged. Mm. Yeah. Yes, please, oh. if you haven't. I had a question. Go ahead. Um, so is there... I, obviously, there's like a day shift for uh, violent crimes. Is there a different night shift for violent crimes? Yes. So that's basically how it's set up is that there's the designated day shift, designated night shift, and what's referred to as a relief shift that basically fills in for the day shift when they're not there, fills in for the night shift when they're not there. Are we, we're the main shift, right? You are the main night shift, yes. So, the words from Lieutenant Longo, as unsurprising as they are, still hang in the air around you. Another body. Another body, another life, another family. It just doesn't seem like it ever stops. Just a break, just one day to forget, to recover. Denied. Like a darkened bedroom with the curtains being sputtered open, casting a blinding light on the tired. Wake up, a disembodied voice calls. You've earned no rest. It's time for work. Longo looks on and continues. I just wanted you guys to all know. What do you guys want to do? Lieutenant Longo is still standing basically on like the lawn area of Ray's double wide. You guys are on the porch kind of looking on. Jerry just like walks inside, slams the door. Yeah. I gotta at least uh, clean up out back uh, before before we leave. It, it, no, I I, I yeah. want you guys to still take the day off. I just want to keep you guys informed on what's going on. With that being said, all the stuff that's going on, I, I got a lot on my plate right now to deal with this. So I would like to ask if you guys are comfortable, and I don't think that Jerry would be able to hear this, be comfortable moving to the day shift starting tomorrow. I know that you guys are scheduled for some time off, but kind of need all hands on deck for this case. Are you implying that this case pertains to our ongoing case? I can only tell you what I know. It's what state police told me. Uh, they found the body in a snowbank. It was off I-90, like I said, south of town. They found it probably about two hours ago. It's a child. They were able to put it age between 10 to 12, female, uh, the kicker here. And the reason why I felt it to tell you was that she was wearing a white dress, frilly lace, kind of similar to the ones that we found in that storage locker. Where's Caleb at? What's Caleb doing? I look at Caleb. I had been walking. Were we shooting in the back, I'm assuming? Yeah. I was walking around the side because I had sat when you guys walked around front to look at the sirens and I'm slowly walking around the corner now 
But you you haven't heard this? You haven't heard this yet? I caught the end of it, okay. the, what he was describing. I'll turn around, I'll be like... I'll let Jerry know that I think we all should switch to day shift. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. There's a couple more details I'd like to fill you in on. Uh, and this is kind of the big thing is that technically this is out of our jurisdiction. State police found the body. They have the case and it does not fall under the purview of Linwood Falls. With that being said, I did speak with Captain Thornton at State Patrol. They have an office on the north side of town. Um, the plan, as it is, is to hand the case off to us. He's willing to help. Captain Thornton, he's a friend of mine at least. I, I alluded to the importance of discretion in this case, particularly regarding Minneapolis. And that seemed to make his ears perk up a little bit because he told me that Minneapolis requested information on the case an hour before I did. So he's going to hand the case off to us. But Minneapolis knows already. I see. This is Captain... What's his last name? Thornton. Captain Thornton. State Police... A different body of law enforcement than, you know, your city police. As it is now, and he kind of steps a little bit closer and kind of like gauges how you guys are looking at him. How are you guys looking at him? I got a, like a brow raised at him. Like, So the body's on ice at the morgue with Davy Jones. Uh, procedure as it is now, is for it to go to Minneapolis since it is a state police case for them to analyze it there. Now, even though we're guaranteed, well, almost guaranteed to get the case under our authority, until it happens officially, Davy Jones can't start an autopsy. But, and he kind of steps even closer. <clears throat> I kind of guilted him a little bit about Marsha getting away and, you know, that being kind of his fault and he was able to break rank a little bit and give us some preliminary on the body. There's four visible, flat, elongated burn marks on her forearms and neck and back. A distended abdomen and he says likely strangulation marks around her neck. Now, until this case officially comes under our purview, he can't begin an official autopsy. Can we do anything about stopping this body from going to Minneapolis? Like I said, Captain Thornton, he's on our side. And and he steps even closer to this now, actually like stepping towards like whatever steps exist on the porch, gets pretty close to you guys. Thornton seems to understand, or maybe he's even had experience in it before, that Minneapolis is up to no good. It seems like he knew. He says state police has our back in this matter. But we didn't say any specifics. I didn't, you know, come outright and say anything, but it seemed like he was picking up what I was putting down. 
It sounds good that we got someone on our side, but uh, uh, if I'm a lieutenant, I think we should be very cautious with this. Uh, we don't need anyone's backs getting stabbed. That's why we didn't say any specifics. At least I didn't, but... You said uh, Davy Jones, he, he has the body. Right he now. does. Does he have the, the belongings, uh, clothing, any everything that was found with the body? Yeah, and it's not much. just seemed like the body was just in a white dress, and that's it. Um, well, I, I get that he can't do the autopsy, and I'm, I'm kind of glaring at Caleb now. Um, but um, Could you... It is our off day, so I'm going to ask if you can do this. I chuckle a little bit. Could you find out the make of that dress, where it's from? Just that. I could have investigative run it, see if they can find anything out about it, but I don't think that we're going to be able to log it officially as evidence. I'm not even sure if investigative would be able to get an eyes, any, any kind of eyes on it. It would fall under Davy having to take a picture of it, which I don't know if he's going to do that because legally he can't. I can try, but... Listen, just... Brand, store name, one little piece of evidence will do. That's all I'm asking. Okay. See what I can do. Like I said, take today off. Okay? Recoup. If you guys have time, there is some other stuff I want to talk about, too. Uh, why don't you come in the back? And he kind of steps up, and there was a... And it's, it's tough exactly to tell, but there was a certain guard that was up, almost like a, like a stepping on eggshells kind of thing, kind of as he approached and as he steps up, and now he's kind of closer to you guys. Steps up, and... Where do you lead him? Around the side of the house. Mm-hmm. I don't bring him through the house. Okay. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, at this point, uh, and I guess mechanically, I, I just want to make sure uh, we're in a new session. So if we shoot again, can I get more? Can, can we roll again? It seems a little metagamey to me. Well, when else are we going to do this, man? <laughs> Is your character's mindset to get legitimate practice with this, or is it to blow off steam? No, definitely to sharpen my shot. Like okay. 100%. All right, okay, yeah. all right, I'll accept Whether that. Whether my shooting may be <clears throat> erratic and my practice may be inefficient, it's definitely to, like, sight my Why? gun in. I mean, I've I've explained it's the same reason I had my personal on me, you know? it's 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 the same reason I gave the note to the lieutenant. It's... I feel a little threatened right now. Okay. Heightened alarm, heightened yeah. alert. Okay. Make sure your uh, res- response actions are ready to go okay. when you need them. Because if they're not and but you, you need them. You watch it. Don't don't go overstepping the metagame boundary uh, there. Listen. If someone says like they want to look at like, I want to go to the museum and look at the dinosaur <sighs> bones and <laughs> roll archaeology. So you step up. And yeah, he, he I, I follows get... you, and he, he's he's wearing his pea coat, and he kind of, like, drags his finger across the snow on, like, the railing and walks up. And we get in the back, and I start, I, I grab some more paper targets, and mm-hmm. I walk out, and I put fresh ones on. Mm-hmm. And, Jerry, what are you doing when you went inside? Went to the bathroom. Number one or number two? None. 
What do you do? I'm just splashing my face with water. He steals all my toilet paper. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not blowing your shit up. I promise. Just giving myself a second. Um, Jerry's a little bit fucked up because you know because like he's young and like he wanted to have kids and he's like it's just it's just becoming a lot. But he just needs a second. Just splashing some water in his face, thinking. Keeping himself sane. What's Caleb doing during this? He's, uh... His eyes widened. I guess, um... From a... Little bit of a manic state to, uh... An intrigued state. Like, we got something else here. So kind of like... We got something to go like off of. Focuses up? Kinda? Yeah, um... And a little bit in the back of his head, he's thinking... He was... He was right again. He was onto something again. Caleb was. Yeah, Caleb was onto something again. And do you guys, uh, Caleb and Roy, follow Ray and Lieutenant Longo out back? Yeah. Go ahead. So you guys are out there and you you set up the targets. And as you're setting up the targets, he talks in a volume that you can hear as well as the other two out there. So we had investigative this morning look into Bobby's military history. He served in the 9th Supply and Transport Battalion. We had some guys go down to the VFW and, you know, ask around there. Guys, that battalion didn't exist until two years after Bobby served. Investigative thinks those documents are fake. Does anybody have the year? Yeah, I have it. I gotta look for it, though. Mm. Whatever it sounds like. It's far back. The year of what? The year that he was supposed to be in the military. I don't know. Yeah, I gotta dig for it. I think it was 68. I I think it's late 60s. Bobby Tillman toured Vietnam in 1964. I got that from session three. Alright, I mean... So... If we were to think about reasons that somebody would fake uh, military records, fake where they're at, um, have an alibi for something, and that alibi is directly within the two-year span that RJ and the other pedophile ring uh, went down. We think it's either that, whether he wants to cover for something he was doing during that time, or... Investigative alluded to a situation in which someone forged military records in order to make connections in some underground organization. It was a small case. Not a lot of guys got busted, but that's another possibility. There was another situation where someone forged, and this was a while ago, forged military documents to more easily get certain... Armaments, firearms, explosives. Do you have a name? We looked into it. All those guys are either locked up, not a lot of contacts with anybody. Doesn't seem relevant. Where was the uh, the arrest made out of? This arrest was made out of Chicago. There's a couple other things, too, that investigative found out this morning. They've been working all day, so I got a couple of things that I tasked them to try and look into. We had officers take statements from Chris Hudson's family. 
Uh, we also had him check his room, go through his car, and they didn't really get anything of note. Nothing that ties into our case. It seems like whatever happened in that quick story was random. He didn't seem to have any connection to anything. Davy Jones also finishes uh, autopsy on the body. Uh, death by blood loss. Exsanguination. Laceration to the left external carotid artery. So his best guess is some sort of curved knife. Of Chris Hudson's body? Yeah. Does that fit in line with what you guys experienced that night? Not really. I'm not there, though. Well, no one was uh, punctured, will you say, uh, in the locker amongst the four of us, so I can't speak for the weapon. Caleb, did you feel anything internally in particular in this artery? No, it wasn't... uh wasn't anywhere specific. It was whole thing, but it didn't feel like any type of weapon. It was, I, I mean, I could best describe hands around my throat. Nothing, uh, nothing sharp. It was just cutting off the circulation, airway. My question is, why wouldn't, why wouldn't whatever was in that locker with you guys not kill you? Everybody, roll sanity. Except for Jerry. Seventy-five on a fifty-three. Twenty-six on a forty-six. Sixty-five on a fifty-four. Fail, Roy. You fail. Caleb, you succeed. You guys who failed, you don't lose anything. You succeed. You gain one point of sanity because Lieutenant Longo said whatever instead of whoever, and that resonates with you. There's a couple other things from that night that I do want to talk about that investigative looked into, particularly that coffin. We went over it and there wasn't any markings or manufacturing makes or anything like that. That um, plaque that's on there, it seems like it's in Greek, but no one was able to get a direct translation off of it. It's one word, but we even ran it through any kind of translating dictionaries that we had on hand and it wasn't even there. Uh, no one could translate the Greek word? It wasn't in any kind of Greek to English dictionary. Oh. Could you try, could you show how it was spelled or somehow try to pronounce it? Or? I think you also got a picture of it that night. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got a picture of it. And if you took the negatives with you, you would have also taken the pictures with you, so you do have it on hand. Investigative's best guess is it might be a name. They also analyzed the ashes that we recovered from there. At this point, is Ray or is Jerry done in the bathroom? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So you come <clears throat> back out back. Yeah, probably. And in the middle of Longo saying this, uh, analyze the ashes that were recovered from there. Seems like it was burnt paper. It was nothing that they could, you know gather or make out from it but at least it was paper it wasn't cigarette ash it wasn't kind of any fabric ash or anything like that it seems like paper for a lieutenant really dropping all the info on our off day just crazy well you had a whole shift that you guys like weren't there for and it seems like he kind of handed off a bunch of shit and was like hey can you guys like look at this in the morning and they were like okay you finished setting up those paper targets mm-hmm. what do you do <clears throat> Um, 
Caitlin. Do you uh, care to shoot again? Uh, yeah, unless, Senate, you want to go first? I didn't bring my service weapon with me. I got my uh, service and personal. You can take your pick. Sure, let me see. And he sticks his hand out. He doesn't specify which he wants. I'll give him my personal. Yeah. You give him the personal? Yeah. So he kind of looks it over, cocks it back, uh, flips it open to look down the slide, checks if there's one in the chamber, cocks it back, and you give him a loaded magazine? Yeah, I hand it to him afterward. Hand it yeah. to him, and he pops it in, cocks it back, puts one in the chamber. He looks down. Which one is he at? 10 or 35? He goes for 35. <sighs> what a guy. Aims back. Kind of looks towards you guys. Gives you guys a nod. Turns back towards the target and takes a shot. Thirty-three on a fifty. Hold on, wait. Lifting him up. Thirty-three. Critical success. Bangs him out. He's not being flashy. He's not being showy. Just bang, 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 bang. Ten rounds out the mag and fifteen actually. It probably would be and. Straight down at the target. A lot of them hit. Maybe one of them misses, but they're all really good shots and all kind of uh, grouped very accurately. Drops the mag out, cocks it back, keeps the slide open and puts it down. Looks toward you guys. So you guys just decided to hang out on your day off? Are you guys typically this close? Trying to be. Been diff- dealing with some difficult cases lately, obviously, as you know. Figured we'd get together and shoot a couple targets. You don't think that there's benefit to separate the personal and private life and all that from your work? Well, I think that's personal, but I think it depends on the person. I just pick up. I pick my my gun up and start loading another mag. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just hope you guys are able to keep it together. We uh, we have a press conference tomorrow. So news is going to break about this body probably in the next hour or so. And knowing the papers, it's not going to be long before they put together the other bodies that we pulled up. So me and Captain Galloway want to get ahead of it. And we've scheduled a press conference for tomorrow. It's going to be me... Chief Hodgins, Captain Galloway, and I'd like you there, Roy, if you could. You don't have to answer any questions. I just want to be able to give the press the faces that they need to know. Yes, sir. I'll be present. With that being said, I'd like to make mine the biggest of all, just so you don't have to deal with any of that reporter bullshit, just so you can focus on the work. Sure. Yeah, thank you, sir. What time is this at? It's probably going to be tomorrow if you guys decide that you're okay with switching it to day shift because we're going to have this press conference around noon. I shoot. Roll firearms. Fifty-nine on a You get a couple shots off, and they're more accurate than the last time you shot, but still... You have the accuracy, but you don't have the grouping, so you're hitting inside that second ring, but kind of scattered around, like, 1 o'clock to 7 o'clock, you know, all around that that area, but... You get the mag off. 
Longo turns towards Jerry and says, I caught these guys up on the things that I've been talking about, but I figure that they'll catch you up too. The last thing that I do want to say is that we had investigative talk to Vic Riggs and Roger Beach from that quick store. Uh, the manager and the guy that said that he talked to, and he does air quotes, Garrett Cohen. Vic hired Garrett Cohen about two years ago, and he said nothing was alarming. There was no red flags or anything like that. He seemed like a normal guy. Then we talked to Roger Beach. Um, two of them, him and Bobby, didn't really talk a lot. Says when he did, they only talked about cars. And one time, Roger asked if he could drive Bobby's Barracuda that he had out front. Took him for a drive, let him drive it, and then they went back to his apartment, had a couple beers. Here's the important thing, though, is that when Roger went into there, he says that the apartment wasn't as messy as you guys described it as. There wasn't cigarette butts or trash or anything like that. He actually described that as pretty well kept. Did either of the guys mention if he was a uh, smoker by any chance? Both of them said he was a smoker, yeah. Okay. Just, just making sure. So he said a few months. We tried to narrow it down. He said maybe five or six months ago. And they've both known him for the past two years when he was yeah. hired? Yeah. Why did Marshall lie about that? Why'd she say he wasn't a smoker? Maybe she wasn't. I do I do admit it seems like a weird thing to get hung up on, to make it a point to interrupt you guys to say it. And that's one of the things that's been bugging me. Why not let us believe it was lung cancer? He did it to himself. And instead of pointing us against the questions. I don't know. He hands your gun back to you, Ray. And says, that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to catch you guys up. And like I said, I want you guys to take this day off and just decompress. Come in tomorrow. Hopefully you guys are cool with working the day shift. And we'll get back at it tomorrow. Davey didn't get a an age on that kid? Best he can say is 10 to 12. Speaking of Davey, though. If we're trying to move you guys to the day shift, I think it would be best to try and move David to the day shift, too, on his end, just because he knows a lot about the victims, he knows about the case a little bit, so I think it would be beneficial at least to have a coroner that you guys have a little bit of rapport with. Yes, and if you could also move Aaron Lang to the day shift, I think that would be beneficial. Anyone else? Can you switch gains out with somebody? I can. I can make two switches. Aaron Lang is already on the day shift, so he belongs there. <laughs> he was just working. That's right. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I can move gains if you want one other. It's up to you guys. If there's no other recommendations, I I just want gains. Okay. I'll put in the re request to gains, and I'm sure he's going to have no problem accepting. A lot of these night shift guys, they'd prefer the day shift anyway, so if anything, it's a bonus for him. It's kind of tense. As he's kind of standing there, finishing this stuff. You guys aren't at work, so it's not like it's a workplace relationship right now. He's just kind of standing... He's Glenn right now, standing in front of you. Can I... Can I roll to see if he feels... Like at all... At all threatened? 
in any way. Roll human intelligence. 72 on an 80. Okay. 72 on an 80? Yeah. <clears throat> it, so it's not threatened. But imagine if you were a dad and you think your kid did something wrong and you scream at him and yell at him and send him up to his room and then you find out that you were wrong. It's kind of that thing where he's kind of like shoulders are kind of low and he's taking a very non-aggressive stance, almost like guilt kind of, but more in the sense of, of unjustified behavior. And he's trying to maybe take that back a little bit and try to set to, to, to bring the pot to a simmer, kind of, if that makes sense. Mm. If there's nothing else, guys, I'll take my leave. Let you guys get back to it. Thanks, Lieutenant. Gives you a nod. Starts to walk away. You take your shots, Caleb? Yeah. Yeah, I pick up my revolver and I step up to the targets. Mm-hmm. As you begin to take your aim, you hear a car start and drive away. What are you aiming for? Um, the far one. 35. Roll firearms. 86 on a, um, on a 42. 86 on a 42. Shots land. No, they don't. Not an... No, if it's a critical failure, then it's not... There's nothing in this gun. Oh. Caleb didn't know that, though. Because the previous session, Roy took the cartridges out, the the casings out. You pull the trigger, the hammer goes back, clicks, and nothing comes out. Yeah, I don't really think he should... I'd say to Ray, yeah, I don't really think he should be shooting right now. I whisper it. Turn around and I look at everybody. Yeah. <sighs> I guess I forgot to load it yeah, through my last couple shots. Ah. I, I, I like very quietly say to to uh, Roy, "Come on, it's just, it's just target practice. It's one, it's one round. Come on." I, nah, Jerry, you want to step up? I'll, uh Jerry's like mid drag in a cigarette, kind of like nods his head, takes out his gun, personal, loads it up. Puts the mag in and cocks it back and starts shooting at the 35. Roll firearms. 40 on a 42. 40 on a 42. Able to get your shots off on target. Pretty accurate. Not bad. I I load them up. I load up. I, I walk over. I'm like, how you feeling? How you feeling, Caleb? At this press conference tomorrow, you don't think they're going to want to name anybody that we're on to? What's, what's the reason we haven't brought this Nancy in for questioning yet? We think she has a missing child. We don't have any proof. I don't need a warrant to ask somebody to come in for questioning. We just held three kids. I don't want to switch to the day shift. For personal reasons? I don't think we should switch to the day shift. I think the things that some of us are experiencing, they might come out in different ways 
if we shift our schedules and our routines, we don't know what that might cause. We're trying to do this investigation and we draw conclusions based on patterns and common roots that we find in uh, pockets that we're investigating but if we switch this up if we if we if we vary this right now i mean we could open this up in so many more directions it might just kill us imagine if when we need to talk to somebody they're actually awake or their business is open or it's a proper time to take a phone call or imagine you got a dog you want to share the daylight with, you know, or a wife you want to have some nice dinners with, a niece you want to take care of and share the daylight with, too. Didn't Nancy have a daughter? That was my concern. Didn't Nancy have a daughter? How, how, how old she was? How She was younger than the brother, correct? And, I mean, we think the boy could be up to 13. If it's the same boy from the river, you don't think there's enough there? To stay on night shift. I don't think that matters right now. Day shift, night shift, it doesn't matter. It's still time. It's time. We're not dropping. We work during the day, we work during the night. Yeah, I agree. I'll sacrifice sleep. My wife doesn't know what I'm doing at night. At this point, I don't think there's anybody stopping us from doing what we were doing at night anyway. I'm not picking on you, Caleb. But I can't imagine what kind of shit you would get into at midnight versus at 8 in the morning when everyone's around. I mean, maybe it'll be the exact same thing. Who knows? But I don't know. Just spooks me out at night. Thinking that you'll be uh, out there take, after we take, hours. We take shifts. I, we take shifts watching this car. Right? No, um, no, no, no. I, I kind of give... I give Jerry a, a glare. No, no. We won't do that, but... He's aware of what's... You're aware of what's happening, Caleb. I'm also aware that I don't need to be babysat. <laughs> you tied yourself. Didn't work. You ended up in Michigan. Come on. Come on. You remember what I was saying, though? You don't though? need to be babysat. You don't need to be... You need to be babysat. I was looking for a dress. A dress with that lace, and then... Two hours later. That's what the kid comes up with. And you ended up where? I was looking for the dress. You were looking for the dress. You ended up at your father's grave. Does he have the dress? Does Charles have the dress? She must have had it. Who? The, the girl. She was in Michigan? No. She was right there. I-90. Whole time. So maybe it's a good thing if we watch your car and maybe follow you. Maybe 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 we don't stop you. We can, follow you. Can I you. suggest one idea? He wakes up from a fucking... Whatever happened last night, and then the lieutenant shows up saying that there's a girl that was found wearing said dress that he's looking for. Am I the only one not putting this together? Come on. Hey, I found that... I found the, uh... I found the trailer while I was in this state, too. 
Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the key. I keep finding out. Maybe Jerry's right. You guys should follow me. You really think that? I'm looking like dead at Roy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm suggesting it. I mean, think about it. We, we, we. I'm up the street. I'm watching Caleb's house. He comes out. He gets in the car, turns on the engine. He drives. I just follow him a couple of couple of cars back. I just, I follow him. It doesn't matter. He goes to Michigan. I'll follow him. Yeah, and then we can find out. We'll know what's happening. You'll be able to catch on. Jerry's right, guys. Jerry is dead on. Um, Sergeant, do you really think we can switch to Dacia? What do we lose if we do? Well, I think you just said it yourself. He's still gonna sleep. What? What's and kidnap the, and kill. What's the difference between him having? Uh, Do you not get it? Do you not fucking get it? Oh, I I, I get it. Uh, whether it's a fucking vision or not, he was at the place where the boy was fuck. Might have been dumped. All right. He's at this very suspect location. He's picking up a fucking. He's also the only one that's had physical contact with it. Come on, man. Listen, we've seen these... He's gonna fall asleep. It doesn't matter the time of day. This is happening to another person. Yeah, that's right, a little boy. And that, that kid had nothing to do with anything. He was there. He didn't kill him, he didn't get killed. He just knew it was gonna happen. That's one instance in a series of many instances that we're thinking about. We can't jump to conclusions now, can we? I agree, but I think we should be safe. And there is a possibility, you can't deny, that he is the one that killed this girl. What the fuck? What? Yeah. Why? You think I killed her? <laughs> I, f I literally- I Roy chuckles. Come on, man, look- No, I no, shut the fuck up! Let's go solve this now. She has to have fingerprints on her for something. We all have mine. Who are we going to give the fingerprints to? Jerry starts to like back right up here. It's like backing up away from everybody. Like, even if we submit your fingerprints, it's going to take one weeks to get them back, and they're going to Dan Winters. They're not coming back. Fuck. <laughs> we can still analyze fingerprints. Hold on. Hold on. Ourselves? And I'm still slowly- There's, I'm still slowly back. I've up. done it before. You can look at fingerprints on a basic level. Can you step inside Ray's house, please? I need to speak to Jerry and Ray. <laughs> I walk around the side of the house. Out of earshot or within earshot? No, I'm leaving. You're going home? <laughs> <clears throat> well, I don't know about home. I get in my car. Get in your car? Mike Finn, I'd like to ask you to leave the table. Okay. So he leaves, and as soon as I hear his... Well, he walks around. The car door slams. <laughs> I take out three cigarettes. Give two. One, one to each. Light them up. Yeah. Would you all accept my darts? Your dart. 
smokes. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Yeah, Thin white man. Yeah. I will uh, keep the Swisher sweets Oof. in my fucking Just pocket. Just fucking inhale right that flame. Ow. Just burn my mustache. We we gotta we gotta stick our, stick some type of patrolman on him at all times. Hold on. You think you think he did it? Do you not? <laughs> Come on, do you not? Jerry like kinda like puts his hand on his face. I don't. I take a long drag. Look. But he's you're you're right. We can't take him off the table. You're right. But I don't think he did it. Okay. I don't know he did it, but you can clearly piece together this tiny, tiny puzzle that we can use uh, based off of this man. So look, we really fumbled the fucking bag on not, ba I'm going to call it babysitting him last night. We were going to do it last night. We just didn't get around to it. We didn't talk about it. Tonight we gotta do it. I don't know if we get an officer he on. He wants us to do it. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. He told. He wants us to do it. He was. Was he not? I can't believe you think he did it. I can't believe you think he did it. Listen, it doesn't matter if he wants it or he doesn't want it. He can't know that people are watching him. He's conscious in this state. We don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. Then, then we These do need it. to be silent eyes that are watching him. We do it. We don't have an officer do it. We have to do it. Why do you want to watch him if you don't think he's doing it? I, I didn't say I don't think he's doing it. I just do you I just think can't, he's I just doing it? I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe you think he did it. Look, I've been doing this long enough to know not to rule out any factors. All right? I fucking love Caleb. You think he strangled her? Did he do the other one too? I don't know. But it's very possible. Look. Let's entertain getting a cop to watch him. Mm -mm. No. No. Why not? No. Why would we have a cop do it? So we can sleep, man? Look at us. <laughs> You're worried about sleep? You worried about sleep? What are you worried about? <laughs> I'm worried about myself. I'm worried about my life. I'm worried about my wife. I'm worried about you guys. I'm worried about Caleb. I'm worried about the world. I cannot fucking believe. I've done some shit in my life. This is... This is fucked. Entertain me. We get games to watch him. And he... And he... Follows Caleb. Caleb, I don't know, kidnaps some girl, kills him, and then and then what happens? Caleb goes to jail. Caleb gets locked up, and then the whole situation gets ended. Nothing happens with the chief of police. Nothing happens with anybody else. Nothing happens with Arche. It's just it all gets laid down to Caleb. It's Caleb's issue now, right? If 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 a police officer. If Gaines or whoever goes and does this, he, they're going to report it. This is, I, I've said it so many times, it's personal now. 
Roy, this is not, this can't, this can't, it just can't go through. Some things can't go through, Lieutenant. We let the Lieutenant burn a picture of Dan Winters. We didn't let him do that. He just did it. But we you don't think, think that we do that. can stop one of our officers from submitting evidence? All we're going to base it off of is this officer's I barely word. know it. Gaines? Do you know him? Gaines is a great guy. You know, he's a great guy. Yeah, he watched uh, he watched the, 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 the Mark's friends. Uh, yeah, he's a great guy. Do you know anything about him? Who do you suggest, man, other than yourself? Me. You. Or you. And that's it. We're the only four that were in that fucking storage unit, and we're the only people that should be watching that man. Because as far as I know, and I believe as far as you two know, he didn't start having any of this shit until the physical contact, until that day that we went in that storage room. This is us four. But that's just my opinion. So... Look, I'm not opposed to it, alright? I'll, I'll sacrifice sleep is nothing. I'll sacrifice sleep, okay? I'm still seen. Alright, I'm still here. This shit's hard, but I'm still here. And, I, and I'm willing to fight. I mean... Can I tell if Jerry... Like... Can I determine how Jerry is based off of, you know, a week, you know, a couple weeks ago? Um, in terms of his sanity, like roll human intelligence, Jerry, roll persuade 58 on an 80, 12 on a 63. He seems he seems like the description that he just gave. Maybe we should split it every night between the three of us. That's yeah. Yeah. Like two and a half hours each, maybe. Switch it out, and then we can relay. I'm totally fine with that. I'm completely fine with that, Roy. I just don't think that anybody else should be on this other than us. That's just just what I think. Ray, do you object to every night, two and a half hours? Yeah, I'll watch them. But are we watching them at night? I barely sleep anymore. It don't matter to me. Or are we staying on the night shift? No, we stay on the day shift. We we do what Lieutenant says for now. Alright, but but stay on the day shift and we just the night would you rather him go on, on these manic episodes during the day or during the night? I would rather have it happen at night. Well while we're watching, personally. That kills the exact reasoning justification you had as why we shouldn't have another officer watch. Because it's our eyes seeing it. Less people watching this guy run around like a fucking lunatic at a trailer park. Yeah, but I think that if anybody's able to stop him, it's us. You know, I mean, maybe maybe, maybe, maybe him seeing us in these manic episodes will snap him out of it. I agree. I don't know. I'm trying everything. I don't, I don't know. The... Look, I'm, I'm praying it's not him. It can't be fucking him, but you gotta admit that there's probability is probability. Well, I mean, if it was him, then 
Don't you think there would be a monster amount of murderers in this case? What was the kid's name? Mark's friend? Carter? Carter. If Caleb killed some of the kids, he probably killed some of them too. If we're going down that path of thought, I don't disagree with it. We might be too late. We might be too late. Uh, we're not too late. I mean, Caleb might have been used for whatever puppetry is taking place already, and now he's done. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, we got to look out for each other. No, I don't think they're puppets. I think whatever this thing he, is. Yeah, he's still somewhat there. I mean, they're just trying to show us something. You think they're trying to lead us into something? Lead I us mean, somewhere? We all read the note. They're picking a fight with us. It's picking a fight with us. It's obviously smarter than us off the get-go. Giving us fake stories to run with. It's all just showing us something that's supposed to happen. Something that's already happened. Something that's gonna happen. To someone else or to us. We just got to get two, he two steps ahead of the game. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I want to stay on night shift. Listen, I, I'm okay with it, but that's that's your situation. You want to take that to the lieutenant, you can, but I'm not going to fight the, the, the day shift move. But if you convince them, I'm okay with it. I'd advise as a sergeant that you join us and continue working with your current fellow detectives and sergeant. We can't split. Either we all stay on night shift or we all move to day shift. I take out another SIG and light it up. Time is it? Rip like. Three o'clock? Honey like. beer? <clears throat> yeah, I, go, I, just, I run inside, grab your can, run it back out quick. And by the time I come back out, like, half the city's gone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the first time in a little while, like, Jerry feels the most close to these two than he ever has. Mm. For sure. I mean, I feel like just especially because of the shit going on with Caleb. And just seeing what's going on with him, Jerry's just, like, he feels secure with you two. And he's very nervous about it happening to one of us again in the kind of like the group kind of minimizing I don't know how to um, really say this clearly because I think Caleb isn't doing it so successfully but I can't explain really why but I hope you understand that there's something that's really making me apprehensive about going to the day shift and testing new waters with everything that's going on. If you think this is the best move, Sergeant, and we really don't want to rock the water too much, rock, or, you know, rock the boat, I'll make the change. I just want to give you two a fair warning. That's all. What could possibly happen? 
Uh, what are you suggesting? I have no idea. It's just a day shift. Can I ask, Joe... Is the reasoning why we were being invited onto the day shift uh, because the, that's the captain's hours, typically? It was also the assumption that Longo would also move to the day shift. The idea that he said was, now it's becoming a media thing. It's going to be at the forefront. And typically the hours of investigation for the violent crimes unit, or the whole police department for that matter, that are most efficient are during the day. This is a move to be able to put the full force of the police department behind this case by having the vanguard of this case on the day shift. Mm. Hmm. There are more avenues to explore. There are more departments at your disposal. There are more things that can be thrown at this case during normal working hours than the night shift. Um, in terms of using that to our advantage. More police officers work in the day shift? Mm -hmm. Are you suggesting, for example, if we, like, uh, if we spend time, like for Aaron Lang, searching every, every uh, funeral home in the state? That's something that would be easier during the daytime. Yeah, we could Requests to motor all. vehicles would be easier in the daytime. Inquiries into the school system would be easier in the daytime. Even just being able to do a search of the river, which happened while you guys weren't on shift during the daytime, because there's more officers at their disposal. It gives you guys more ammunition for the case. Whether or not you want, whether or not you want that is up to you. But this is something that Lieutenant Longo suggested more than likely with the consent and maybe even push from Captain Galloway that it's going to make things easier. This That was just a question about if we were to switch to the day shift. When you, when you left, Caleb, where did you go? Where did I go? Uh, it's Monday? Yeah. Uh, I went home. You actually like pulled out and left? Yeah, I pulled out and left and I went home because uh, Monday night is my mom's, it's her Bible study night. Okay. I'm going to take her tonight. You're going to uh, take her to Bible yeah. study? My wife usually does it, but uh, I get time. I'll take her Bible study. Okay. You begin driving home. So, with the violent crimes unit divided, that is where we're going to pick up next session. Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU. A Nasty Table Production.